call is now being recorded. Other uh, no balls asser that wanted to weigh in on the draft. So being a man of the people that I am, we got him. Also, this is a first. I get to use a call recorder, so it took us a little bit to find our groove. But instead of including including him with the commish, I wanted to just make this a second draft recap. So here you go. Take it away, Stack Lagoon. I don't think I have any games tomorrow for my players, but that's all right. I think I'm playing Dewey this week. I probably don't need the the transactions or the guys to be there. I'll beat them anyways. Love it. Love that you're talking shit within 30 seconds of the phone call. Especially to Dewey, whose team actually was pretty good. Dewey's team, yeah, Dewey's team looks all right. We'll see. So you were um, you were uh, labeled this morning. You were voted by both Christian and I as having the best draft. Yeah, I felt pretty good. Uh, I felt pretty good coming into the draft. Um, I I actually prepared more this year than I have in years past. Um, I had a I kind of had a specific draft strategy lined up. I didn't really have specific guys. Um, I kind of knew. I had a ballpark of who I wanted, who I wanted to stay away from. Um, my my number one strategy, though, was getting bigger guys off the board first, and that's why I threw LeBron James out there, because I knew you and uh, Kyle were going to bid him mm-hmm. into triple digits. So, you know, that, you know, that felt like a real fucking money off the board. But yeah, that, just, that felt like you, I mean, you and I were sitting next to each other, and it would have been harder for you to offend me more than just doing that. That was like, hey, we're live. Fuck you. And you're leaving. I was shit. As soon as I figured out I had the first pick or the first uh, nomination, um, I, no doubt in my mind, there was two guys. I was going to throw out LeBron James or I was going to throw out Giannis. And I could just. Just having you and yeah. Kyle and Tristan sitting right across from each other, I, I knew I had to throw that out there. Yeah. I uh, I still have the opinion that Kyle's only in the league as a fuck you from Christian to me. So I'm taking this deeply personal where Christian's like, oh, hey, Tom, who's your favorite player? Oh, I'm going to get somebody who likes him a little bit less than you do, but will, you know, bid you up. Yeah, so, I mean, I've, uh, anyway, I I kind of float around from league favorites as far as, like, my favorite players go. I kind of forced myself after I drafted Harden last year to like him a little bit more, but honestly, watching him play basketball isn't that much fun. Now, I can see watching yeah. LeBron James. That's, that's, a, that's a fun guy to watch play basketball. So, um, yeah. personally, though, for my, for my draft, though, I, I – other than Jokic – I don't really love a lot of the guys I have. Okay. Yeah, you have some of the guys. Like, John Wall is kind of a frustrating guy to own. Very frustrating. I've had him before, and sometimes he'll drop, like, 60-some points and, you know, have a great game, and then sometimes he just doesn't seem like he shows up and doesn't even care to be out there. I I have to admit, John Wall, drafting him on my part was a, uh, a little bit of a mistake. I saw his... So I saw his price from the last two years and where I thought he would go around. And I can't remember the two people that were kind of bidding him. It was in the low 50s. 
And the first dollar I put in was 55 and nobody bid after that. So I was a little disappointed that he didn't get bid up a little bit more because I personally didn't really want him. But I was looking at his stats from the past couple of years. And for the price I got him, I, I had the draft strategy of all about getting value guys. And John Wall, in my eyes, is a value guy, even though I don't personally really enjoy owning him or watching him play basketball. It's He's still going to produce in a fantasy uh, setting, so I'm not too worried about it, though. Yeah, he totally will. And, yeah, for 55, that's a great call. We were looking uh, – we we kind of went – team by team a little bit earlier today and there's a few guys like in that mid 50s range that mm-hmm. you know seem to be bargains wall certainly curry going for 52 and i think damian lillard for being the 50s is also a pretty good buy yeah um, you your your value really worked you had like what three guys in the 50s if i remember correctly yeah i have uh well, I had Jokic. That was my first big pick for 56. I had him going not in my head where I think he deserved to go around, but where I thought he would go. I thought he would go in the high 70s, low 80s. And yeah. that's just a, that's just what our league does. I mean, we only get 10 guys on our roster. That's 120 guys we're spending money on. We got 200 bucks. So guys are going to go for more than, you know, if you're looking up draft draft strategies on ESPN, what their auction values are. Our league, typically, guys are going to go more. Yeah, you know, you got Westbrook at 88, Anthony Davis 93, yeah, G. Hamas at 100. So I'm always And LeBron at 100. Yeah, LeBron at 100 as well. I mean, the, the triple-digit guys. Um, I'm always prepared to kind of have to overspend. Now, when I, th- when I saw Jokic uh, pretty early on, it stopped at the mid fifties, so I thought, you know, I had to throw a couple bucks in there and got him for fifty six. Got Wall for fifty five, and then the other three three guys I was re- I'm really happy about that I got were Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, and Marcus Saul. Um, combined, I got yeah. those guys for eighteen, twenty two, and twenty four. So that's <clears throat> yeah. The uh, Lowry for twenty two is incredible. I mean, I've had – I love Lowry, and he gets a ton of points. And I, I really think that the that him – like, I, I think him and Leonard are going to be an interesting duo, but I actually see Lowry's point production going up with the subtraction of DeRozan and the addition of um, Leonard. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lowry, he's a, he's a high 30s has hit the 40s as far as fantasy production has gone in the past couple of years, and I know he's a year older, but DeRozan being gone, that's, you know, that's a lot of points that's got to be made up, even with um, Kawhi being added, and there's no certainty certainty that Kawhi is going to play 82 games, and Lowry's been a pretty reliable, healthy guy his career, so. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't miss a whole lot. Does um is Leonard ready to go game one? Do we know? I believe he is. I as far as I know, he's gonna he's gonna be there opening night. So okay. Yeah, but you had a hell of a draft, and I noticed. I mean, we were sitting next to each other. You had those. You had that mustard that you loved, and uh, you had. You also have a really interesting strategy. Some people came with with notes, JB and Sean did no research, but you had a, like a handwritten 
handwritten notebook. I was wondering if you could tell the league a little bit about that. Oh, man. Yeah, so I've, uh, between the last year and this year, I've had a little laptop issues. Um, I just had to replace my hard drive, and I'm kind of getting back to speed on that. And I just, I don't know, I like writing stuff down. I like having it in my hands. It's kind of like the reading a book, too. I, I, I don't have a Kindle. I don't have an e-reader. I like having things in my hand. I like being able to write on paper, scratch things out. And yep. it probably would be better to have something like Adam, you know, um, Adam's Excel sheets to where I could actually do some quicker calculations. And maybe I will next year, but this year it kind of worked out for me and, it's the first year I've really brought papers or anything other than Excel sheets to a draft, and I, I'm really happy I did it, though. Yeah, well, I mean, Christian and I both thought you had the best draft. Yeah, I, uh, I know like I worked. didn't vote for myself for the draft, but I would probably – best draft, I kind of really liked um, People's Champ. We got JD. Okay, why do you like his? Well, he he kind of got those value picks and some of the guys that I was looking at. Um, Westbrook for 88, that was more than I was willing to spend on Westbrook. But once, if you have a top three fantasy guy, it's it's hard not to compete. And once you have that Giannis, LeBron, Westbrook, those guys that average over 50. Harden. Some, yeah, sometimes even 60 during stretches of the season. Um if you get if you got a top five guy, you're you're always in the playoff hunt. Um, I do like his pick of Griffin. I know I kind of shit talked him at the draft, but for thirty <laughs> thirty four dollars, Blake Griffin, that's that's a that's a steal in my opinion. Um, DeAndre Jordan for fifteen, Lou Williams for twelve. The other guy was I I was really looking at this year was Aaron Gordon. He went for fifteen. That's kind of where I had him at. I think I was out of money at that point, but. Um, Harford, Hardaway, Josh Jackson, Chris Stops, when he comes back, um, if, you know, always with JB's team, if it stays healthy, I think he'll, he'll be in the playoffs, no problem. Yeah, so, you know, another, another question I had for you is we had obviously a big IR vote, uh, and we have, I mean, had a two year long debate followed by a really intense vote that you were kind of the swing on. And I was kind of curious because in my mind you were no IR guy. Um, I I was I was a no IR guy. I I kind of I share a lot um, in the, in the opinion of Christian on the subject. You know I'm in a uh, I'm in an epic swag league with him. We have an IR spot, but that's because we have keepers. Now we don't have keepers in this league. Um, what kind of swayed me was the I was at work on this. A couple weeks ago, Thursday, and I look down and I see I have 300 text messages. So I go, okay, what, what, what happened? Jimmy Butler got traded or LeBron tore his ACL or something crazy happened. Nope. Just the debate about the IR. So once I got off work and kind of read over the messages, I, and I, me being the swing vote, it basically, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling that Christian was going to let happen you know, whatever swung one way or another. And I kind of got to give Adam credit because I was a no IR spot and I'm not hundred percent convinced, but I'm willing to try something. Um, we've made some small yeah. changes to the league. 
if this doesn't work out, we can always go back. But I don't see it as being a huge negative to the league um, as far as that goes. And it'll make me feel better if Jokic, for whatever reason, or Wall goes out for a couple weeks and I can pick up a guy and not have to lose or start off 0-3. So we'll, we'll try yeah. it. We'll see how it works. If it does, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, so being the swing vote, I'm curious. You know, it it obviously affected the draft, uh, not a ton, but a little bit. And were you happy with how it, or surprised or anything with how the IR spot affected the draft? It was it was interesting because I I thought maybe Cousins and Kristaps would be nominated a little bit earlier. Um, mm-hmm. For the prices they went, um, Cousins went for eight, Kristaps went for five. You know, Porzingis. That'll be interesting because he's uh, there's really no timetable for his return. As to Cousins, it seems like December, January might be when he's coming back, and that's right before our playoffs start. So that could certainly swing things quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It didn't really affect the draft too much. I'm kind of glad it didn't. But um, yeah, I I personally wanted to stay away from having to waste a draft spot. I find all my spots to be very valuable, even in the guys that I picked up last and Richardson and Levert, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So who did you um who do you think had so you think best draft you thought a mix between you and J B. What about worst? Um I'd like to I I not in the worst draft, but I'd like to throw Christian, you know, uh, a nod for best draft as well, maybe a second or third. I, I like his guys, but as far as worst drafts, um, man, it's Ian's. I wouldn't say is it's it's to be seen. It's 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 just questionable in my opinion. The I love Simmons for sixty-seven and B for eighty. I can even get on board with that. I know those guys have been. You know, Embiid is certainly injury prone. Simmons is, you know, he missed this whole rookie season. Um, there is just a lot of guys he picked up that I wasn't a fan of that personally spurned me fantasy in the past. Whiteside, I just don't see that guy playing this much this year. That could be, I could be totally wrong. Ian drafted Howard right. last year, which I thought was crazy. And he actually, you know, helped Ian get all the way to the finals. So um, right. I don't like Wiggins. I just I think that he's going to be on the waivers any week now. Folks, that's I don't think he's going to produce. He's just not going to have the numbers to be on a team. I feel like a fantasy team. Peyton is the same way. He's just so up and down. He's injured all the time too, and just the the amount of waiver guys he has, in my opinion, are just it's. It's kind of a lot. I was kind of shocked by it. Yeah. So the other one that I'm like, I did uh, back back in the old office, I got about four pages of draft notes. And I was at this incredibly boring professional development on Friday last week. So I had the draft and I was able to, you know, spend most of that day just going through each team. And I think the one that I'm the most, like, question marks about is Sean's. So I was wondering if you could weigh in on Sean's team and what you think of think of uh who I consider the people's champ. I think he's calling him the twenty nine himself the twenty nineteen champ or something. 
Yeah, he's the projected champion of this year. I'm. I think he's projecting himself to be the toilet belt champion with his with his draft <laughs> because I'm just not okay. seeing it. Um, Bradley Beal. I actually. I've been all over the place with Beal just because of his injury history, but you know, for thirty five bucks, that's that's pretty solid. Drummond at sixty one, I also think is pretty solid, and honestly, Kawhi Leonard at sixty three is pretty solid. But the rest of his draft, I just. Um, Dragic was a almost a borderline waiver guy last year. Kuzma was great last year for fantasy pickup, but you know, once I just don't see him having the play time with LeBron there now. Um, yeah, all Thompson the Lakers are. Yeah, because the Lakers is going to be a, a kind of a fantasy mess. I feel like at first I've got Ingram, and that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But going back to Strong's roster, Clay Thompson is a guy I have never owned in fantasy. Nor will I ever, as long as he's on the Golden State Warriors. He gets he is the solid twenty five to twenty eight points every night. Um, and I just I I know he puts up he can put up sixty, but I just going on that team unless I just don't see it. It's just fantasy wise, it's just not it's just not there for me. And the price of eighteen, right. I I don't think he's. He's he's just never going to average more than thirty one fantasy points unless he's put on his own team and he's the primary guy. There's just too much, too many. Right. Shots or him. yeah, he does that Not when one of the other stars are out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got games where he'll explode, and that's fine. But I'm more about consistency. I like that. Um, yeah, Trey Burke, Jalen Brown, Miritich, and Kevin Knox. I was actually I kind of wanted to take a flyer on Knox, but. Sean ended up getting him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's got a big... He'll be on the waivers. Yeah. I think yeah, we'll all own him for at least a game or two. Yeah. he's he's He really only has four or five guys that are for sure going to stay on his roster. The other five, I could see all going to the waivers at some point. So, I don't... I don't know. Unless he makes some good uh, waiver pickups, I'm not really seeing it. Okay. Yeah, you got some got some great insight. Really, really appreciate that you took your time out to, uh, to call in today. I yeah, think we're I all better off you, for hearing the Zach uh, Lagoon. Yeah, how are you? How are you feeling about your team? I know you got Durant, Kemba, and Chris Paul are probably your your big three here. Yeah. So I, I other than like, you know, I I did a whole thing on. Uh, what what I'm really going to try to to not do is just be LeBron focused. Uh, I'll be mm-hmm. watching him a ton. I'll probably still talk about him a lot. You know, if I'm uh, he he'll always be like my Celtics. You know, if on the Bill Simmons pod, you're going to hear the Celtics. I'll probably mention LeBron, mm-hmm. but I do like my team. Um, Durant, I think, is to be seen. I mean. He could – he's, like, he's got three other good guys to contend with. Does he get me 45 a night? That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Really like Kemba Walker. Um, I think that that will be kind of a fun team to watch. I also have Miles Bridges on that team. And um, Donkic was actually my – the one that I wanted the most. I think he's going to be be a keeper. I'm, I'm kind of looking to keep him all year, and I'm willing to trade pretty much everyone else. It's kind of how I'm feeling about my team. I, I like the Donkic pick. I, I wish I could have, I, you know, after especially after Ian's team and last year and him getting Simmons for very cheap. 
I I kind of before that last year I, I wanted to stay away from rookies, but after that pick he made and for the value it was, I think Dante right. could be a pretty good pick. I was looking at looking at him myself, but I just don't think I had the I I didn't have it in me at that to go more than ten bucks, but I think that could be a steal right there. Hopefully he is because I want I want to watch him develop and be a fun player all year. So hopefully right. Well, I think that what he he and Simmons might have in common a little bit is that they were uh, like they were technically rookies, but not really. I mean, like Doncic has been playing pro ball for a few years. I'm pretty sure. So he's he's entering not like just coming from a college season, and I feel like a lot of college NBA guys, you know, it takes them a little while to really warm up. But like Simmons got to be with the team the whole year before and got to see the schedule and everything, and then step into it with almost like a little bit of. A, I think he was just set up for success a little bit more. Yeah, I, so that's I what say, I think it might like your... over other other rookies. Yeah. No, he definitely has the experience, the play time, so hopefully – I'm pretty sure that, uh, that the $10 you spent on him, it's going to be well worth it. The other the other pick I like here is the Steven Adams for three. That's crazy to me. Right. I'm kind of – I'm kind of – I'm kind of surprised that he went so low. Now, the the other big question, Mark, I feel like – so I got two questions about your team. So Gordon Hayward for 17. How are you feeling about that? You know, I feel pretty good. Um, I'm pretty curious to watch the Celtics. They got a lot of firepower. Um, but I see, like, I see for fantasy points, Hayward, Irving, and Tatum all doing pretty good. And the other guys, you know, being like, yeah, maybe I'll pick them up. But I I see him being like a 30-point, 30-pointer. And to me, like, if they average 30, you keep them. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I I mean, that. I'm always scared to take a guy after he's had such a crazy injury um, where he's been out for a long time, but people forget that Hayward is, you know, he's got all-star potential too, so. Right. He, yeah, uh, he's an all-star my, my, years uh, ago. Yeah. My my other big question, though, Carmelo Anthony, what the hell is going on there? Banana Brass, <laughs> what, what happened there? <clears throat> well, I think for six bucks – uh, he has, like, I know last year, I, I think that we're all down on him because we're hearing a lot of negatives, and last year he was pretty much a waiver guy. But I think that he's got, if you take the boom-bust potential, so like in fantasy, I know we all hate the ESPN basketball app, but the ESPN football app has, like, a boom-or-bust category for a player. Yeah. And I think Anthony's boom potential is there. You know, he comes into a reju- rejuvenated spot. We'll see what the Rockets do. But does he does he have a spot to score like a bunch of points and get a few assists in that team? That's like what I'm what I was willing to bet six dollars on. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see if that's really all, all I was thinking. And like what I had because I I left last year's draft feeling like really good about my team. And I remember, like, sitting there the day after and being like, you know what, I, I'm not going to, like, do any trades. I probably will pick up very few guys. I'll probably keep all of them. And I think I only kept LeBron all year. So this year I kind of had that in mind where it's like, okay, if I drop Anthony, fine, six bucks. That was that was most of it. Yeah. And now I, I don't know. I uh, 
I mean, I hope it works out for you. I mean, I hope it works out enough. You know, I hope I finish with a better record or I beat you in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, before that, I hope oh, I of course. out for you. Um, I mean, you, you got yeah, two thanks. Houston guys there, so Chris Paul and Anthony. So, yeah. I mean, bas- basketball-wise, I hope that team works out fantasy-wise. I mean, I, I hope it works out just not better than me, though. Right. And, well, I think the other, the only other comment I really have with Anthony is I think uh, – that Westbrook was a terrible player for him to be paired up with. Um, and people were calling like it, calling it the OKC experiment. But I, I didn't see those two fitting together very well from the get go. Cause Westbrook isn't like, like he need, I feel like Anthony needs a guy like Paul or Harden that they're gonna, like, especially with that offensive firepower. That will, call, that will suck in the best two defenders on another team. And then you have Carmelo Anthony. I mean, if he can just spot up and shoot, that's his strength. So I think he has an upside is all I'm saying. There, there's definitely, he's definitely one of the boom, the, the either boom or bust guys there. So. Yeah. Otherwise we'll see him on the waivers week three. Week three. All right. Yeah. I think we'll, I think we'll know early. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say day three, but all right. We, we could, yeah. <laughs> there. It's Thursday. But yeah, man, I'm going to be more excited for the season to start. All right. Well, thanks for having me on, Pod Tom. Yeah. Oh, thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for phoning in and excited. This is actually our first, this is the, you know, it was, I was pretty excited to get this voice recorder. Um, and this is the, the first one, so I'm pretty excited to go upload it and see how see how it sounds. We'll all find out tomorrow tomorrow morning. Perfect. I can't wait for everybody to hear how I gushed over my draft. <laughs> all right. Have a good uh have a good night at work. Check you later. See you pass out. Peace.